This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back, Lori and Julia Joe, for your Wednesday here on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. Thank you so much for joining us. This is kind of sad news. A, a Mall of America institution and one of the original eateries shutting down. No more Tucci Banuch closing I, its doors on February 4th. I totally thought that closed years ago because no, I had a gift card to it. I totally it thought sure it was closed. I thought it was always right on that corner as you. I don't think it moved. But it moved, moved didn't it? Moved. I, I felt like it had. Oh. It did move from one floor right down. Yeah, just to on the, the ground floor. On the ground yeah, floor. Yeah. Yeah, I never went time. there. Oh, oh, they were part place. of. They were part of Lettuce Entertain You out yeah, of Chicago. Chicago yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also the magic cra- magic pan crepe stand next door closing on February fourth. Now I am shocked about that. I am yeah. too. Because when I there's walk out at the mall, a line. there's always a line of people at yeah. that place. Damn it. Oh, well, All there right, we go. We were talking with Holly before uh, she left about uh, Ryan Murphy's new show, this yes. pose that's going to be about in the 80s in New York City. Well, you know, his the lawsuit happening with Olivia de Havilland and FX over feud that is in, continuing. Which is the story of? It was the story of um, Betty Davis and... Um, Joan Crawford. Crawford. Okay. When yep. they filmed Whatever Happened to Baby Jane. And during the summer, Olivia de Havilland, of course, who played Melly Wilkes in Gone with the Wind, sued FX and Ryan Murphy for using her likeness in the show without her permission. She turned up her nose at the portrayal of her by Catherine Zeta Jones. Mm-hmm. She's 101 years old. She lives in uh, Paris and she asked the court to speed up the process because. Well, she's 101. Yes. And every minute counts. And Ryan Murphy's side is arguing that any depiction of Olivia de Havilland is protected under First Amendment rights and that they didn't have to contact her for her side of the story. Right. And uh, Olivia has recently responded, and this was filed on Friday. Her attorney argues that supporting Ryan and FX First Amendment free speech logic would give docudrama creators unfair immunity in telling their stories. Ryan's sides claimed they did meticulous research. And Olivia's attorney said, claiming you do research shouldn't excuse you from throwing facts and fiction into a blender Eating puree and calling it a docudrama. Wow. I'm, wow. I'm, I'm, wow. I'm, you know, changing the words up of the legal stuff. And particularly the scene um, that they're really upset about is that when Olivia gets her shameless gossip on during, you know, how they did the on-camera yes, interviews. with Hedda Hopper or whatever. 
Yes, yeah. but they did it. That's what they did, where they had the person. So it's almost like what the real housewives do when they sit in their chair. The confessions. The confessional. Yes. Th- that's basically the part that that, it, that there's reckless and intentional disregard for the truth. And basically that every time Olivia de Havilland is played by Catherine Zeta-Jones, sat in the confessional yeah. interview room and talked about it, she hates... That Ryan M- Murphy made her look like a gossipy yep. actor mm-hmm. in Hollywood. That's really what her objection is. And that because all of that is imagined, his people are saying, well, no reasonable person watching the show would think it was a hundred and a hundred percent fact. And Olivia's lawyer slapped right back and said, Listen, that you're defaming her character by portraying her as this gossipy woman. Because there is this one thing where Olivia de Havilland, played by Catherine Zeta-Jones, kind of leans forward and she is very confessional Mm -hmm. about... Okay, but then let me ask you mm -hmm. the difference between that and the queen. The crown. The crown. crown. Well, the crown, nobody's nobody's suing anybody. I know, but what if if she wanted to? Or what about... She would never even acknowledge that it's uh, happening. So that's a bad example. But think of all the biopics that have been done. Yeah. That take liberty because you don't Very know. Very often, biopics are done when people are dead. I know. The stories are done when someone is gone. Yeah. That's a big thing. Well, and the estate could so Olivia might not have been a snickering busybody in real life, but she thinks her character in future was. And that in this fake interview, there's gossip and negative comments about Betty Davis and um, Joan Crawford that Olivia de Havilland's character makes. And evidence that a fake interview that never happened is grounds for defamation. Respondent giving other interviews during her career about her subjects does not make the statements any less false. Mixing fact and falsehood makes the conduct worse, not better. And of course... I thought they emailed her. I thought there was something that they emailed her. He said that they did. That's what I thought. Um, I mean, I... She doesn't understand how over-the-top and exaggerated feud was. Right. But I can also understand that she's pissed that she's being portrayed as this gossiping, busybody actress who didn't have a lot going on. Who had a massive feud with her sister and never talked to her Well, again. that's got nothing to do with I know, with but this. I'm just saying. Remember, Olivia de Havilland broke the studio system. Yeah, she, actor, Every actor in Hollywood owes Olivia de Havilland... Yeah. A big because they went under contracts yeah. for working for 13 mm-hmm. films at yeah, yeah, yeah seven years at this amount of money and whatever um i just have um so what does she want monetary that's what yes i, don't I think understand. so i think that she wants him to have to issue an apology that he took he Liberties completely made up the that, dialogue that dialogue in that scene that's what she wants i don't even think it's about money she lives in an apartment she bought in Paris 40 years ago. Right. And um, I think he is writing plot notes for Feud, Olivia and Ryan, right now in the margins <laughs> of the lawsuit. Waiting for her to pass away so he can publish it yeah. now. I um, wonder. I think she might have, have a point. Have a, a, she's got she's a alive. case. She's like alive. Said. And that she ever said specifically these things that she says. And it is very... 
Unfriend. It's unlikable about her character, isn't it? Yes. It made her look. You unlikable. never finished watching. No, it, did I you? never even made Donnie, it. Donnie, didn't you think it kind of made her seem like a gossipy little busybody? The I just Zeta assumed Jones? she was <laughs> exactly. You know, I figured it's close enough to the truth that she was. You know, that's why as she you said, was. Nineteen sixty-three. So she wasn't working very much, and you know. But she wants to be remembered as a different kind of a person. That she did that, and she's like, I never gave these interviews. She I never wants said to that. Remembered for Gone with the Wind. Gone with the Wind and breaking the studio system, but not as being a gossipy. You know, some. Did you tell her that not many people watched it? What. <laughs> Feud? Oh, uh, that show was very successful on FX. I know, but I don't. It's not like, yeah. I would see. I see her point. Yeah, I do see her point. I think she's gonna win. I just wonder if this is a slippery slope. Well, as this, Julia said, this feels I mean, like the music. But again, I, but no, but there have been biopics about people who were alive, and they, ha- if there was something egregious about their portrayal, they would have the right to do the same thing. Oh, okay, right? Yeah, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It was very, I mean, she was very, like Donnie said, I thought she was that gossipy lady. Yeah. Apparently she wasn't. Well, but Sorry, when you Olivia. think about it as an entertainment piece, um, you know, I just don't know. I do agree that it's a slippery slope. Mm-hmm. Because why doesn't uh, Jan, Jan Warner sue the guy who wrote the book about him? Because he hired him to write the book about him. I understand. Okay, but so now he a, says that none of it's true. No, he isn't saying that. He disagrees with the tone and the direction the book took. You can't sue somebody for saying something that's true. Mm-hmm. But you can sue somebody for making up stuff. That you can do. Mm-hmm. That's why very often people don't sue people because it is true. Right. What's being yeah, I, yeah. alleged? What's being portrayed? Right, and it's like, well, now you have to prove that it's not true. I think Olivia is on good legal standing, and I think she will get her apology from Ryan Murphy. That's just my prediction. No, I, I don't disagree with you. Okay, well, speaking of old Hollywood, as long as we're on the old older people, you know, Google's <laughs> got Marlene Dietrich, a great drawing of her I today. Know. I'm like, who is that? That's Marlene Dietrich. I didn't know that. Did you guys go to Google today, I Daddy? did. I saw that. I yes. did. Yeah, wonderful uh, German actress from the you know, 30s, 40s. Yes. So another wonderful actress from back then, Greta Garbo. I want to be oh, alone. Yes. Her uh, luxury Manhattan apartment has sold for $2.5 million above the asking price of eight point five. I love because celebrity real estate. She was there. Yep. She lived in that flat uh, until 1990, age 84. Um, the apartment was sold by a guy whose mom was Greta Garbo's niece and is the sole surviving person of the estate. And she lived in the apartment for 40 years. Wow. It's been on the market. She lived there from 54 to 1990. Mm-hmm. And they just, I obviously, were Rent not in control. a hurry for money. Yeah. No, she owned the apartment. Oh, she no owned one it. lived in the apartment. Maybe this guy lived in the apartment. So this is the first people living there since 1990? 90, unless he's lived there. Wow. Yeah. Which, which is when she died, 1990. 1990. So. Wow. That seems like a steal in New York to have Greta Garbo's I'm apartment. telling you, that place is becoming... Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. They're really pricing themselves out of the marketplace, though. Yeah. You should see it in Seattle. The home prices are just skyrocketing. I know. Mm-hmm. My, my nephew lives there. It's crazy. It is really, yeah. really crazy. 
because there's Work. it's the fastest growing. It is. It's had like eleven percent population mm-hmm. um, growth, growth, and everything. Pretty large homeless problem in Seattle. I know. Mm. Oh, I know. That was yeah. the first place I saw the tents on the side of the freeway. Isn't that something? Mm-hmm. Blew me away. Yeah. But now I've seen a couple downtown St. Paul yeah. that I never saw before. Like, it's too cold here. I know. I don't know what they're going to do. It's too cold here. Um, okay, so uh, trending on Twitter, Carrie, carry on forever, which um, no one's ever really gone, is what Mark Hamill captioned the photo. And, of course, that is something. Of Carrie Fisher, who passed away yeah. a year ago today. But that, of course, is something that Luke Skywalker says to uh, Princess Leia in The Last Jedi. What is she? What does he no say? No one's ever really gone. Oh, okay. And so it was kind of pointing when you hear it in the movie, and yeah. mm-hmm. she's gone, and there's last movie, and she's fighting the resistance, and hmm. that movie is so good. Oh man, I might have to go see that again. The one you just saw, <laughs> The Last Jedi, it's, it was amazing. Really, so good. Yeah, Donnie has also posted the movies you might want to avoid. The Hollywood Reporter. Well, this is the worst movies of 2017. This is one that you're going to see, you know, on rentals right now. The Home Again one, which was the girl just rented this and watched it, and she liked it with Reese Witherspoon. Yes. See, I'm telling you, this is what I think about it. So it's so personal. Well, yeah, what you like. Subjective is the word. Yeah, it's, all right. Yeah. Baywatch. Did anyone watch that? Well, we heard that was pretty bad. <laughs> Not everybody will be famous for 15 minutes. Sorry, Andy. Mm-hmm. Justice League. Oh. I heard that was terrible. I heard it was turgid and bloated, with turgid being one of my favorite words. I, for I know. <laughs> turgid and interjected, or what was the other one? Turgid and tumescent. Tumescent for erect. Yep. <laughs> the Snowman, which was one everyone was excited about based on the Norwegian crime writer Joe Nesbo. Oh, Zero stars. Zero yep. stars. The Mummy, we knew that sucked with Tom Cruise and I Russell Crowe. You did? Yeah. Was it as bad as they said? <sighs> really? Don't waste your time. Yeah, okay. Geostorm that was supposed terrible. to be stinky, stinky. Um, the Book of Henry, and this is where Naomi Watts plays a mother of a boy genius and c- who convinces her to undertake an outrageous mission, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I think it's about bullying in a way. Oh, okay. okay. And then 9-11, the one we never even heard of. And the Valerian. Don't forget that well, one with Well, who Rihanna. saw that? Nobody. No. Nobody. Stinker. Wow. I never even heard of 9-11, the Charlie Sheen Neither did I. Well, I mean, there you go then. Yeah. <laughs> It came and went. Yep. I wonder how his lawsuit's going against the National Enquirer. Remember he was suing them? Yeah, they're probably going to write him a check. Mm-hmm. All right, listen, we come back. We got the dirt alert. This is a My Talk dirt alert. All right, Holly Hollywood is here. That's right. The dirt alert. Hi, dear. Hi. Hi. Hello. Let's start today's dirt alert with a little celebrity wedding news. Brad Goreski, he has married his longtime partner, Gary Janetti, after 16 years together. So they got married out on a... This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mm -hmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, 
Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Boat. They got married, I believe, off the coast of Barbados, I think. They got married out on a boat. Yeah, that's right. The captain mm-hmm. even officiated uh, the wedding. So they've been together for 16 years. They've been engaged for three of those years. And uh, Brad Goreski told E! News back in December of 2014 that walking down the aisle with Jeanette, there's no rush. We've already been together for that long, so don't worry about it. But he said at the time that I'm really excited to marry the man that I love. It's a great thing. Never thought that that would be a possibility. It's such a cool thing. And they looked very happy it's very tropical did you guys ever watch it's a brad brad world or am i the only one who watched that you're the only one who watched it i yep. loved that show <laughs> the i love that show it. and he and his uh, uh guy now his husband yeah he was a, a screenwriter for oh, tv really? shows he penned scripts and stuff like that and he's like I want to say at least 15 years older. Yeah, he's, well, Gary Gennetti's 51 and mm-hmm. Brad Goreski is 40. So okay. there's an 11-year okay. age 11 difference. Year. So they're kind of in that 40s yeah. and 50s. I yeah. feel like they're very simpatico together. But they together. were very... It shocks me that Brad is 40. Mm-hmm. He feels like such a 27-year-old to me. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay, the way he talks and stuff. Uh, oh, wow. Yes. He's been in the business for a long yeah. time. He were, that We met him met under him Rachel, Rachel Zoe. Zoe. I know. Yes, he was Rachel Zoe's yes. assistant. Yes. Thank you for reminding yes. me of that. Yes. I'm like, where did and we first meet And then when he got Goreski? his own spinoff show, he and Rachel broke up. She That's thought right. that he got... betrayed her. They had a big course. falling out. Mm-hmm. I feel like Rachel Zoe had a big falling out with everybody it at kind one of, point in time. Kind of. It does seem like that. I miss her, though, a little bit. I love watching I that show watching and that, that putsy show. husband Roger oh Roger God, and the right. little kids yeah. yeah she's still a good follow on Instagram yeah mm-hmm. I know yeah. right well moving on from that I know you guys touched on this in the last segment but I wanted to bring it up all the tributes coming out on social media to Carrie Fisher on the first anniversary of her death well Billy Lord her daughter shared a touching tribute on Instagram and she took a photo under the northern lights and she was there to actually witness those in Europe and she said my mom be had an otherworldly obsession with the northern lights but I never got to see them with her. We journeyed to northern Norway to see if we might see the heavens lift up her dark skirt and flash her dazzlingly privates across our unworthy irises. And oh. she did. I love you times infinity. Then she ended the photo with the caption, she drowned in moonlight, strangled by her own bra, which is a reference to mom Carrie Fisher's 2008 book, Wishful Drinking, when she said she, when she, said she wanted to die, she wanted to be drowned in moonlight, strangled by my own bra. That's oh. hilarious. <laughs> I loved her. Mm-hmm. I loved her couch when she. Her interviews were the funniest things mm-hmm. ever. That was a real loss. It was, and then her mom upstaged her the next day I and dies. That and was we're just so like, sad. We're just, that was really? so sad. Yeah, that yeah. was. Yeah, that was a very sad. And moment. then it was the anniversary of George Michael yesterday. That's right. He died on uh, the twenty sixth. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, yeah, he did, and fans were out. Uh, I think memorializing him in mm-hmm. England. It's been only one year, and Mark Hamill, of course, also paid tribute to Carrie Fisher on Twitter. He put a photo, the best photo of Carrie Fisher, a drawing depicting Carrie Fisher holding her dog Gary, her her Frenchie, raising her middle finger with the caption, "No one's ever really gone." Yeah. So. Carry on forever. That's Carry so on forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, Solange is in the news today because she's too sick to perform at Afropunk Fest on New Year's Eve in South Africa. And she's saying it's due to an autonomic disorder. She's been secretly battling that for word. months. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm just making a guess. I'm making a guess. I, oh, God, because that was a hard word to pronounce. It is. This autonomic. is Beyonce's sister. Yes, this is Beyonce's sister. An autonomic disorder she's been secretly battling for months. She put up an extensive uh, message on Instagram 
Graham. She says she's been working through this illness and getting treatment for the past month and that it's a complicated diagnosis. She says, sometimes I feel cool and other times not so cool at all. And her doctors couldn't clear her for a long flight in concert right after while she's dealing with this because that is a long trip to South Africa. Mm-hmm. So uh, TMZ is reporting that people with autonomic disorders typically experience fainting, like headedness, blood pressure issues, and other symptoms due to a problem with the body's autonomic nervous system. Jeez, that does not sound good at all. No, it doesn't sound Mm-mm. good at all. So, and and uh, digestion and urinary and vision pride sounds like a like you don't know when it will affect you. Affect you, and that's like a twenty-hour flight. Yeah. Right. Oh dear. And mm-hmm. then doing an intense performance. Mm-hmm. So we wish you the the best, Solange, because uh, she wasn't really. She's pretty obtuse about what was actually happening. I mean, she didn't yeah. really want to share she, the didn't details. Didn't she get some canceled shows? She yeah. doesn't perform that much. No, she doesn't. No, she not doesn't really. do. No, not. But she does kind of the cool artsy festivals mm-hmm. here and there. But she's not like on the road doing yeah. major extensive touring. So we wish her the best. Yeah. Uh, does just, she have a good voice? Yeah. She had a really good, good album, album last year. Last oh, she year. did. Was okay. it last year or 2016? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was last year, okay. and a lot of people called it their favorite album mm-hmm. of the year. Unfortunately, I can't remember what mm-hmm. the name of it is at all, but I think okay. you would like it. I think you would like it, Julia. I wanted to update everyone on the situation at Disneyland, where there is a power outage this afternoon, and at least a dozen rides and attractions were shut down at the park. And uh, during a dirt alert earlier today, I did report that it wasn't clear whether or not Disneyland was going to issue refunds, but I'm Glad to say that a spokesperson for the park said refunds are being handled on an individual basis. I mean, Disney is the least that you can do. I can't believe Disney doesn't have a huge backup generator to the backup generator. We found out about backup generators when Atlanta Heathrow went, I mean, Atlanta Airport went down. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Sometimes crap happens all in a row. I yes. Guess, and I'd like but to I'm let... glad they're given the refunds. Oh Same. my gosh. Well, can you imagine you go there, you say, I mean, Disney, that is not cheap. It is at least $100 just to get into the park, to step through through the park, and you're on your family vacation, and all of a sudden, It's a Small World breaks down, and you're stuck on the middle of that darn ride. Oh, my gosh. And also, uh, let's see. What do we have time for? Oh, we don't really have time for anything else. Or the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. (laughs) Yeah, the Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, it's dark. It's a small world. Or if you're stuck on the haunted house ride where you drop in the elevator. Oh, Oh, the Tower of Terror. 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 Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I think they closed that or redid it. They did. It's Guardians of the Galaxy now. Everything has a franchise name. I know. (sighs) Thank you, Holly. Thank you. All right, listen, we come back in honor of the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. We're going to do Vintage Dating Guide from the 50s. All right. This is the Lori and Julia Show with producer Donnie Love on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. And then there was a scandal. Vintage scandal. It was quite the scandal. I am shocked at your behavior. Oh, okay, so I, Casey and I, you know, like we get home last night and it's only like seven o'clock Seattle time. And so you're kind of yeah. wound up when you come home from the West Coast takes a while. So I'm like, all right, let's watch the last marvelous Mrs. Maisel while we're waiting for, you know, everything in the house to warm up. Isn't that the truth? That's so funny. I mean, even it's just something about not being home. There's something that makes your house feel so cold. Even well, though, it was well, freezing it's yesterday. It's freezing yeah. right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. We really are just. Uh, and you, our cab driver last night said, "Oh, it's warmed up." <laughs> oh yeah, because <laughs> it had warmed yes. up technically. It, it was above zero. 
Yeah, I know. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah. But anyway, so we watched The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Uh-huh. That's on Amazon. D- Donnie has watched it. It's an oh, yeah. amazing Very show. Created by the Gilmore Girl, yes. Amy Palladino, Sherman, and her I'm husband. on like episode five. And there's only seven, like you said. Seven so. or eight. It's just, I like just, that. I do I like too, but I, I, I like really, that show was so is so smart and sassy. Yes. But again, struck at in... 1958, which is when the series opens, just at how women, you know, they were t- they were like when she or she'd wait her husband is asleep. No, but her husband would be asleep, oh. and then she'd take off her makeup, cold cream her makeup, and then she'd wake up early to put on her <laughs> That's right. eyes, on her face, put on both her face, the mother and, and the, the daughter. daughter. That yeah. freaked me out. Measuring her figure every right. month Did- and keeping a track, track of it, and just sort of the. All of that. So I thought, okay, um, really, let's just draw out the differences between, between now and then. And uh, we got a hold of an As, old vintage dating guide. Oh, this is how to That date. gives the rules? women a- advice okay. on how to snag a man. Oh, okay. Oh, perfect. I need to take notes. Okay. Maybe these will work. <laughs> Maybe the 50s will work for me. Don't okay? drink too much as a man expects you to keep your dignity all evening. That one is still true. Drinking may make some girls seem clever, but most just get silly and easy to be taken advantage of. That one's true today. Okay. Okay. And then um, here's another one. Uh, Men don't like girls who borrow their handkerchief and smudge them with lipstick. Makeup in private, not where he can see you. Oh, man. Don't even think of putting on lipstick in front of a man. Well, I know there's a lot of people of an older generation that you don't put on lipstick at a table. No, you don't. No, you don't. That is considered. You have to go to the powder room. Verbotum. Yeah, you go to the powder room. But my thing is, like, I don't want to get up to go to the powder room without it on. I mean, you know. Well, luckily you're living in 2017, so you can do it everywhere. Okay, here's another one from the Vintage Dating Guide. Um, The Click magazine put out for us (laughs) careless women never appeal to gentlemen don't talk while dancing for when a man dances he just wants to dance okay that makes me laugh so hard because you'd be a careless woman if you're talking while you're dancing all right Mm -hmm. focus on the dance focus on the beat here's another one for Mm -hmm. you julia okay don't sit in awkward positions (laughs) and never look bored i know What's an awkward position? I have no idea. But that one makes me laugh. Well, you know, your ankles cross. Yes, yes. that is. And yep. your legs to the side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And never look bored, even if you are. How do you fake that? Well, well we know how women to smile. are so good at faking Honestly, stuff. Honestly, I guess years everything. Years. Uh, be alert. And if you must chew gum, which is not advised, do it silently. With your mouth closed. Okay, that one is still true today. I was, uh, I sat next to a snapper. Where was I? Somewhere at a play or something. Where were Somewhere, but I sat next to a chomping gum snapper. That drives me crazy. Rude. It drives me crazy. Yeah, when they're cracking and snapping. Yeah, and they're snapping and they're, and it's just like, oh. Okay. Okay. All right, here's another thing from the vintage uh, dating guidebook. Don't be sentimental or try to get him to say something he doesn't want to by working on his emotion. (laughs) Men don't like tears, especially in public places. Oh, for God's sakes. I I think that's still true. 
Okay, here's mm-hmm. another one. Don't talk about clothes or try to describe <laughs> your new gown to a man. Please flatter your date by talking about the things he wants to talk about. Oh, thank God this is okay. vintage. That's unbelievable. Okay, now here's another one. Do your dressing in your boudoir to keep your allure. Um, be ready to go when a date arrives. Don't keep him waiting. Greet him with a smile. <laughs> and thank God not a martini, because that used to be, that's another one of our guides. That's that's when you're married. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, here's another. Don't be conspicuous talking to other men. The last straw is to pass out from too much liquor. <laughs> Chances <laughs> Did are, they combine those together? Yes. Chances the, are your date will never together. call you again. The well, last well. straw. <laughs> Okay. Mm-hmm. If you need a brassiere, wear one. Wow. Don't tug at your girdle and be careful your stockings are not wrinkled. <laughs> not a good luck. Okay, now that is something. <laughs> yeah, how about to that? Have wrinkled stockings. Yeah. Okay. That is something old fashioned. Uh, a man should always be the one to ask you out on a date. Okay. It was absolutely unheard of for a woman to be bold and ask a gentleman out. Okay. Um, and th- now I'm moving on to Seventeen magazine. Oh, okay. Some and and what year is this? Like in the fifties. Okay. Yeah. Young adults must only date one person at a time. That's not <laughs> any fun. Okay. Uh, a man should always use heaps of flattery to woo a woman. Finally, something for the guy to no do. No kidding. Um, and pickup lines really gained traction, by the way, in the fifties. Really? Is yeah. that when we could, that's what we can think about all of the silly pickup lines we do on Fridays? Yes, that is absolutely correct. Um, ask your date out by Wednesday. Some that's, people still have that rule. That is a good one. Yeah, I, yeah that's a good rule, mm-hmm. actually. Asking someone for a date the day of is a big no-no. No, I agree with that. You guys still agree with that? Yeah, I mean, come on, give yeah. them a little notice. It, it, for a weekend, it's yeah. kind of rude. Yeah. yeah, to think you're busy. Mm-hmm. Okay, a lady must always be on time for her date, Julia. Before cell phones and answering machines, it was required that everybody be on time because, mm-hmm. you know. Punctuality is important. That's well, you right. didn't have an excuse and you, people would worry. Mm-hmm. Uh, a man always pays for the date. The parents must approve of the man that you got on a date. Yeah. And a man gives his date's restaurant order to the waiter. And sometimes people might see that in movies. I still, yeah. Yes. The lady will have. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. And I don't, that doesn't bug me if you decide what you're having together, you know, and so just one person orders. Like, if you decide what you're having, like you're going to split something, like you and I, sometimes I'll order for both of us. Or you'll, you know, no, that doesn't right, bug okay. me. I just did that. You did? Yeah. The lady? I didn't say the lady. I okay. said she. She will. Oh, how about this one? Have. No kissing on the first date, according <sighs> to the Seventeen Guide. That's the one we we you would vehemently end, disagree with. Yeah, end your date with a polite handshake or a hug. How do you? But know you, then, when drive-in movies became more popular, kissing became unavoidable. I say to you, Seventeen Magazine. You're right, Lori. You know, because that's mm-hmm. a that, lot happened in the in the front of that car with the seat that went all the way and over then from in the sixties. In the sixties and seventies, it moved to the basement. Is that when the rec room, so to speak, mm-hmm. when people started carpeting their walls and putting a TV down there and a pinball or foosball machine? We had, we had a pool table. Didn't you always know what kid in the neighborhood had the best basement rec room yeah, there so was, that you could have a party? Or whose party, like whose office. parents would never check on you and whose would do this and that. Yeah. 
And the last one, if you decide that you like this person that you're with, the man must give the girl a token of his affection showing that she's taken and off the market. Like pins. What? Like a pin. A yeah, pin? pinning. Remember the pin? pinning yeah, thing sure, used to be, yeah. I got pinned, I got pinned mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in the 50s. Uh-huh. What do we have to say about all this vintage? I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Uh, remember, never look bored, even if you are. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just remember, don't sit in an awkward position. position I know. Whatever that is. Be yeah, alert. Yeah, be alert. And for God's sakes... Don't make any conversation while you're dancing and put on your lipstick in the bathroom. And don't cry in a restaurant. That's right. Oh, my gosh. Don't talk about clothing. Talk about what he wants to talk about. Be thankful we are on the dating scene on the brink of 2018, and we do not have to follow these. Some of the rules, though, are still rules that you... What? 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 I didn't hear one. Well, the the guy paying for the... For the date. No, you, don't. I know. Don't drink too much. Yeah, right. That one. Um, if you need a brassiere, wear one. There you go. Yeah, okay, and right. Don't tug your girdle. <laughs> no Damn. wrinkly nylon. That always seems Well, to there is a scene in the last Mrs. Maisel, the last episode, where don't. she makes a confession to him about something with a brassiere. That's pretty oh, funny. I haven't seen that one yet. That's pretty okay. funny. Oh, I have to get caught up. I yeah, so just, just yeah. about making it easier to unhook. Oh, okay. Because remember how big the brassiers were in the fifties? Oh, like five, five rows, rows of hooks. Yeah. Hooks, and don't you remember it was always the big thing to be able to hook it? And remember when yes. the invention with one hand, of, with one the, hand. and yeah. so to make people feel better, maybe the gals were really unhooking every other one for you so that you could. Ta-da. <laughs> remember the old bra that used to clip in the front? Oh my gosh, those Freedom. were just like you know. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna go be a hussy mm-hmm. with my front releasing bra if you could get it to click right. You know, <laughs> but you were only supposed to wear a bra if you needed one like that. Yeah, I guess so. Mm-hmm. All right, listen, we come back. Uh, we got our favorite headlines of the day. We are all right, everyone is all discombobulated. What day it is? My mom and that. I keep reminding. I'm like, okay, it's Wednesday. Yesterday felt like Monday. You know, just with the, how the holiday fell and everything. And uh, I was thinking today was Thursday. Yeah, no, it, it's very uh, crazy. And we've got another long weekend because New Year's Eve is Sunday. Yes, yes which lovely. is not the greatest day for a New Year's Eve. So uh, we've posted. I think you found this yesterday, Joy. If you're stumped for something to do in New Year's Eve, forty. Plus ideas for you, okay? Well, mm-hmm. let's, trying to help sorts, people yeah. out. Yes, I mean, there's a lot of ideas here. The I Star actually Tribune, have a fun plan. You do. I heard you. And you have a fun plan because you're going out of town. You're going I to do. party. I'm going out of town. Going to a party. B G, or GB Layton is playing up here, the Pure B up in Duluth. So that's something. Oh, you're, right. going, you're going up there. Yeah, yeah. Because really? I'm having my fourth Christmas, Donnie. Oh my gosh! Listen, this is what happens does. when you have divorce. 
family. Yeah, I, I understand. And you, your parents are yeah. still alive. Yes, mm-hmm. and living in, you know, you just, and I kind of, it's fabulous. It's fun, right. you know, but it's four different parties. And so I'm like, oh, well, we're up there. We might as well, what's going on in Duluth? Absolutely. Well, there's some things that are going on, like um, Davina and the Vagabonds are playing at the Dakota Jazz Club, which I know fun. you like. Grand Funk Railroad is at Treasure Island. Oh, my gosh. I, think I know. there's one original left. Yeah, and I think uh, Morris Day and the Timer at Mystic. Fun. You can spend the night right. at the hotel. I mean, that's always fun to stay overnight. It would be. I mean, there's so... There's we, a, a lot of people Anderson is at um, the Ames Center in Burnsville. He does his annual um, show. Winstead. It'll be too cold to do any of the cold, the outside, you know, sometimes... right. It, they have fun things to do, but it's just going to be too too cold. This sounds fun, though. The Moonlight Circus, live entertainment, meet and greets with characters, and more 6 p.m. to midnight at Nickelodeon at the Mall of America. Mm-hmm. Kids would love that. Yeah. Kids would love that. Anyway, so if you're looking for ideas and yeah. you're starting to like wonder what are you going to do, Danya's what do you do? Posted that New for year. And my uh, favorite headline, and might have been the favorite headline yesterday, but Kanye West giving Kim Kardashian um, <laughs> blue chip stock to sit on um, for the rest of her life. It's the gift was, that keeps on giving. Yeah, Listen, it really I thought, is. She I can, thought it was a good one. Yeah, it is a nod to Kanye that his wife. Brings in all the money and it's almost like he's saying, I know you make the money. Here you go. Let me just do this with some of my money. You got blue chip stock. I'll buy it. Put it in your stocking. Sit on it. Lori, do you know how much we think alike? I said the same thing. Yeah. Because she brings in all the money. She does. And he's been off, you know, and had to pay back some people for canceling his concerts and stuff. Yeah. That ass is printing money. It is. Mm -hmm. God love it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> when we all want our asses to be doing the same. If only. Carry yes. on forever, Julia. Carry on Carry forever. On. Duchess Kate uh, spent about $160,000 on new clothes this year. That is her most expensive year ever. Well, she's got to look good. She had some social Keeping things. up with the Markle? Mm-hmm. Her body's changing. She got pregnant again. I'm... Mm-hmm. Well, there's always an annual. There's always an annual story across the pond about About the spending, the wardrobe. Yes, uh, I know because it is the taxpayers' right to know how the royals are spending that. She works so little. That's true. (laughs) And how much of her father-in-law's money she spends on the same coat dresses over and over, and her doily dresses. She likes Mm -hmm. those, but. She's got to be feeling pretty good because she spent, um, at least she didn't blow $75,000 on one gown like Megan. She did. She, yeah. Listen, so the Megan, Megan made her own money. Yeah, but she didn't buy she that didn't dress. But yeah. they made it seem like it wasn't royal money. It was, no, it was, it was Prince private. Charles. Prince, Prince yes. Charles, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. all right. Prince Charles bought I mean, her the gown? Prince Harry bought her the gown. Uh, yeah, or Prince Harry. Oh, God, I'm like, where yeah. are we going here? Yeah, maybe. How about this one? Did Meghan Markle convince Prince Harry to avoid the annual Boxing Day hunt? Yes, yeah, she said, that stay in bed me. with me all day okay. long here. You can hunt next year. Okay, because they were saying because she's an animal rights activist and it's a pheasant hunt. I would That would bug me. But if it's a family tradition, they go have fun. But I would no, stay in bed with me. Stay in bed with me. It's way better. Yeah, and for next year, year, you, next can year you can go. Mm-hmm. There you go. So mm-hmm. he's like, you're my fiance. I'll yeah. give you whatever you want. Oh, you want me? Fine. Grand. <laughs> I'll see you at lunch. <laughs> next year, I'm going. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tom Brady broke his diet on Christmas with shock, some buttery biscuits. He did, and the only reason we know is because Giselle Instagrammed him pulling out the bis- biscuits out of 
their oven, which can sound really naughty, but isn't naughty at all because it was the oven that the biscuits yeah. were pulled out of, not Giselle. <laughs> and um, you did you hear the rumor last week, Lori, that Jennifer Aniston and Justin Thoreau were on the rocks? Oh, that was a good made-up headline by Life and Style. Uh -huh. Are reportedly they're reportedly still in love because we saw them in Mexico um, amid rumors of a two hundred twenty-five million dollars. Listen, divorce. this is when you you make up things Christmas and New Year's week of your true and trusted tabloid targets, mm -hmm. and they've been burning out the midnight oil on um, Angelina and Brad made-up yep. stories. They had to go back to the other side of the Bermuda Triangle. Jennifer Aniston. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, Jenny Slate spent Christmas with Chris Evans and his family in Boston. She must, be, she must be happy because they broke up. They were together. They had some awkward moments. They got, they back, got back together. together and she really wants people to know. And She seems really fun, though. Yeah. They're a cute couple, I think. Well, she posted a photo of her with his brother. Yeah. So we just can assume she's not sitting on Chris Evans' lap. No. She's sitting on her brother's lap. No. And I bet that they just met up because they're not official if she's sitting on the brother's lap. I'm just saying. Okay. Because she's family in Boston and so does he. Yeah. So yeah. they both happen to be in Boston and they just went over. So it's not like really coming home for the holidays. Not like sitting on Chris Evans' lap mm -hmm. on Instagram. It's sitting on the brother's lap. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Catherine uh, Heigl gushes about her husband on their 10th anniversary. I get to call him mine. Well, oh, you know, that is a nice thing is. to want to say about your, about your man or your woman. That's very good to still be gushy. Hmm? Megan Trainer on her engagement. He made all of my dreams come okay, true. Okay, do you know who she's engaged to? I don't know who okay, she's wait, engaged to. He's from Spy Kids. He is. Yeah. He's the boy from Was he Sp the kid? The boy? Yes. The little boy yeah. in Spy and Kids? And I'm telling you, okay, because we watched those. My kids were those, and I remember the 3D glasses we wore at home. Was that the one it. Antonio Banderas was in? Was he the dad in that? I, or? Maybe. He may have been, Lori. Mm -hmm. I don't know that I was paying attention to it, but they're so cute. And Megan Trainer is so darling. It's kind of, it's just kind of a sweet story. She's crazy in love. Well, it's very, very I know it. What's this all about? Vanity Fair suggested that Hillary Clinton oh. take up knitting. Oh, okay, yeah. they're this, regretting this headline big time. Yeah, they really <laughs> they are. They regret video telling Hillary Clinton to take up knitting and drop politics. Oh. Yeah. Thus the hashtag cancel Vanity Fair. They actually, yeah, maybe it's it time for her humor. To... We regret that we missed the mark. Did they apologize? Yes. They said, yeah, take, a new, take up a new hobby in the new year, Hillary. Volunteer work, knitting, improv, literally anything that will keep you from running again. And for... The love of God, that is a really poorly thought out <laughs> thought because it's sexist for no reason. Sexist, I know yeah. it. Yeah, so people are canceling wow. their Vanity Fair, and I feel bad about it's that. It's the first, and it's under. It's not underneath Graydon Carter. No, it's not. Underneath so the, the new, new editor is like really Woo! going. Whoa. Oops. Maybe my 25-year-olds or my whoever did this, we got to have a talk. We do have to have a talk. Thank God it's New Year's Eve weekend. Yeah, and no one's reading the papers or the so. magazines. Well,